What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. Today, we're going to talk Razorback football, basketball, baseball, as always, and of course, recruiting. A lot of stuff going on with Razorback basketball. Uh, some interesting things going on with Razorback football. Pete Roulier is going to join us here a little later to talk a little baseball. It's all happening on Hogsports Live. Well, first, I want to go over a few things with Razorback basketball. Uh, first, they're going to have a, an official visitor this weekend, Gene Talsilla out of UNC Wilmington, a power forward, 6'7", 215 pounds, or a guy that's really physically developed, averaged 13.7 points, 4.6 rebounds per game last season, and 42% from the field, a decent three-point shooter at 31%, especially for a big guy, and uh, 84% from the free throw line, something that I really like just because – I mean, Arkansas has struggled so dramatically at the free throw line recently. There's a few more visitors that are coming in uh, in the coming weeks here. Jer Grayer is one who's the son of Jeff Grayer, a 6'5", 200-pound guard out of George Mason. Uh, Grayer averaged 12.3 points, 7.3 rebounds as a junior at George Mason. Both these guys are going to be eligible next year. They're both grad transfer. Same is the case with Hanif Cheatham, who actually was granted an extra year of eligibility. Cheatham transferred from – oh, and I, I forgot to mention, sorry, Grayer is visiting April 26th through the 28th. Uh, on Cheatham, Cheatham is, it came from Marquette and then went to Florida Gulf Coast. Okay, last year I think he only played in eight games, ten games, something like that. Averaged 13.2 points, 4.8 rebounds, 6'5", 195-pound guard. Jihad Proctor is a guy that's very interesting out of high point. Uh, averaged 19.5 points. Uh, he's supposed to be visiting May 3rd through 9th. And then, of course, there's all these guys from Nevada. There's six guys that have entered the transfer portal, five of them still in there, I guess. Jazz Johnson says he's returning, but there are a lot of guys to keep an eye on there. Uh, only one of those players is going to be a graduate transfer, however. so uh, Or two, I think. Uh, Lindsey Drew also was the latest, the sixth guy. So two of those guys will be graduate transfers. Kadeem Sai, who is a junior college, shifting gears a little bit. Uh, Kadeem Sai is a junior college. 6'10", 240-pound power forward from Daytona State College, who was originally uh, enrolled at Virginia Tech and then transferred to Daytona State College. His top five is Arkansas, East Carolina, LSU, Ole Miss, and Pittsburgh. So he's definitely a guy to keep an eye on, Kadeem Sai, at a position that Arkansas could really use, 6'10", 240-pounder. And then jumping to the prep ranks, Kyrie Walker, who's a five-star out of Phoenix, Arizona. Keith Grayson turned us on to him. He said uh, Arkansas, according to his sources out in Phoenix, Arkansas is the lead. And then yesterday, the day before, Jerry Meyer, who's our national recruiting analyst, picked uh, Kyrie Walker to commit to Arkansas, switched him to Arkansas from uh, Nevada, where he originally had him going. So that's big news. And Kyrie Walker, 6'5", 200 pounds, small forward, uh, who's been described as a guy in a 26-year-old's body. He's he's big, physically developed, but he could enroll in the 2019 class. He's looking at enrolling early. So how big would that be for Eric Musselman right out of the gate to get a five-star uh, in this recruiting class, especially so late? So that, you talk about filling some needs, that would definitely help. So Kyrie Walker, a guy to keep an eye on. Mike Anderson announces the new St. John's head coach. Now, that's that's been going around for a little while. There have been several other names involved. A lot of people thought other people were going to be ended up taking that job, but Mike Anderson officially taking over at St. John's. So good for Mike. Glad he landed somewhere on his feet. It'll be interesting to follow that from a peripheral standpoint with Arkansas basketball. Switching over to Razorback football, Arkansas got a big transfer in Luke Jones out of Pulaski Academy. 
Luke was originally committed to Arkansas for like six months, and then about 20 days into Chad Morris uh, taking over, he decommitted and flipped over to Notre Dame. So that's a guy that was committed to Arkansas for a long time. I don't know the exact reasons, but from what we understand, he is going to try to apply for a waiver. So that's obviously uh, a big deal if he gets that, a guy that could come in immediately and potentially contribute uh, at center for Arkansas, or at least battle for that position. So uh, I think he's one of four guys from Pulaski Academy that will be at Arkansas now. So Arkansas picking up a commitment from Luke Jones in the transfer market, class of 2018 out of Pulaski Academy, had a much-needed position on the offensive line. Now, from what I understand, he's going to count against the 2020 class. I don't know how Arkansas has this set up because Traylon Smith, the running back out of Arizona State, is also going to count against 2020. So that means that they still have two spots available for the class of 2019 to bring in graduate transfers. We obviously think linebacker definitely and possibly a defensive back as well. That's some big news. Arkansas also has some visitors uh, planning to make trips very soon. Uh, Garrett Hay, this is the May 3rd through 5th weekend, so this is a this is an important weekend. Garrett Hayes is a four-star offensive lineman out of Athens, Texas in the class of 2020, 6'5", 277 pounds. Obviously, that would pair very nicely with a guy like Takias Crawford in this class and expect them to bring in at least three, maybe four. The way things are shaping up, I wouldn't be surprised to see them bring in four offensive linemen, period, just to build on what they have. But they, they've got – they're like three four-stars in Memphis alone that have Arkansas really high up their list. So if they could get Garrett Hayes on board with Takias Crawford, that would certainly be a benefit. I want to go ahead and ask everybody right now, if you're listening on podcast, be sure to give us five stars and – uh, if you want to throw us a rating, we would certainly appreciate that. Again, you can listen uh, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You can watch the video here on Facebook Live, YouTube, and also on hogsports.com, as always. If you want to get some questions in for baseball for Pete Roulier, we're going to bring him in in just a minute. But I just wanted to get to a little bit more of this football stuff here. I mentioned Garrett Hayes. Ryan Watts out of Little Elms, Texas, is a cornerback, 6'3", 187 pounds, Four-star prospect, going to be visiting Arkansas right now. The crystal ball has him 50-50 Oklahoma, Texas. But getting that official visit is is really big. Number 217-ranked overall player in the country. And Jahari Rogers out of Arlington, Texas. Again, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Arkansas, Florida, LSU, Miami, a lot of big-time schools in the mix for him. But getting him on campus, another big deal. Six-foot, 170-pound four-star cornerback Jahari Rogers out of Arlington. Arkansas has announced its Hog Wild Elite Camp June 15th. June 15th, the Hog Wild Elite Prospect Camp. It's $40 for player. Now, you're also going to have coaches from Arkansas, Arkansas State, UCA, Washita Baptist, Henderson State, Arkansas Baptist, and Hendricks all on hand for this camp. It's always fun when camp season starts up. Right now we're in the you know the time when it's the opening and some other camps across the country that are going on, uh, and then college camps start in June. So uh, right now is also the evaluation period. So coaches have been out on the road. They haven't really like just pushed it out, just a full seven coaches, which is the maximum they're allowed to send out at one time. So they haven't sent out just a ton of coaches all at once, but uh, they've been trickling them out here and there. Barry Lunny's been out. Jeff Trailer's been out. Mark Smith has been out. So they're uh, – they're out looking for the next group of Razorbacks. So baseball, baseball coming up. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and bring in Pete Roulier. Pete is our main man when it comes to Razorback baseball. So Arkansas coming off of a 5-3 win over Mississippi State and play tonight at 6:30 in Baumwalker Stadium in Fayetteville. So we're going to go ahead and bring in Pete Roulier. Hey, Jay, how are we doing? Hey, Pete, you're on Hog Sports Live. Thank you for joining us here. We've got 
a little bit of baseball discussion going on here. Arkansas playing tonight. What did you see out of yesterday's 5-3 win? I saw two SEC Friday night guys go after it in a, in a pitcher's duel. Isaiah Campbell and uh, Ethan Small, two guys that are Golden Spikes Award watch list guys. Just a pitcher's duel if I've ever seen one, honestly. Isaiah Campbell ended up uh, winning the pitcher's duel. He allowed one home run, and uh, I think the top of fifth is first homer of the season. But unlike last year, it didn't seem to phase him. Mm-hmm. He didn't get down, and he kept on kept on going. Uh, gave Arkansas seven and two thirds innings, and uh, they were they were able to get the win. And then uh, obviously the bass got going in the uh, sixth inning. Finally, it took it took a couple times around the order, but uh, you know the bottom of the sixth, yeah, lead off walk, and then. Runs started pouring in. It was a great atmosphere, fun atmosphere. I expect the same tonight. Pete Rouillet joining us here on Hog Sports Live. Pete, I wanted to ask you real quick, what did you think of Eric Musselman? He threw out the first pitch. How did you do? <laughs> yeah, I was out there on the field, so I got a pretty nice view of it. It was definitely a ball. It was a little low. <laughs> it was a little I think low. It, hit, yeah. <laughs> it hit the ground first. And to be honest with you, what was so bizarre was how fast he did it. Oh, yeah. He's in a <laughs> hurry. He's always in area. You're right. They didn't even have time to announce him. He just got out there and turned around and threw the ball. He's like, are you ready? And tossed it. No, he sprinted <laughs> out there, tossed it. And then while, while I was running back to the dugout, you just heard the PA guy finally saying, like, Eric Musselman. <laughs> and he was, already, he was already off the field. It was insane. Yeah. So what do you think about tonight's game? So Patrick Wicklander is a young freshman getting a big weekend start and bombs. It's going to probably be a lot of nerves for him be a young lefty, but he's done a lot better starting than he has released. I think that's kind of been a common theme for him. So I expect him to come out and be ready to go. I think this is going to be a big game for Arkansas in terms of uh, winning the series because going on Sunday or, uh, sorry, Saturday, got this thing before. It's got me screwed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if Arkansas is going to have the pitching for Saturday. So I expect Patrick Wicklander, Wicklander to go out and give as many innings as he can, and then Arkansas, they're going to do whatever they can to win in terms of using pitching. So they're going to use all their best pitchers tonight. It's going to be, I think, just this is the game that Arkansas is going to try to win. Pete Rouillet joining us from hogsports.com, our lead baseball man. Pete does a lot of other things for us, covers football, basketball, recruiting, uh, does a little bit of everything. So uh, Pete What's on the horizon after this Mississippi State series? What is there a midweek game next week? I haven't, to be honest with you, I haven't even looked at. It. Is there a midweek game, and and what's the weekend series? Let me like pull this up right quick. I'm gonna go ahead and answer a couple of questions while Pete gets that up. Uh, Austin Gibson asks, how many basketball transfers do you see us landing? Well, they've got three spots in this class coming up. So Kyrie Walker is obviously a, a, a big priority in the high school ranks. So you'd want to get him in, especially if he's 2019. But in some form or fashion, they're going to bring three new players in here, Austin. You got it pulled up yet, Pete? Yeah, it's uh, there's two midweek games, and Dave Van Horn was talking about this um, last week. He's, he's talking about, in terms of pitching, he doesn't know how he's going to get through two midweek games at this point in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're against Northwestern State on Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. So those are probably going to be a couple ugly baseball games, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of pitching, a lot of freshmen are going to be used. But it'll be a good experience for those guys, and then um, – after that, they are going to be at Bomb again playing Tennessee in a three-game series. And uh, I want to take a look at the SEC West standings just to show you how yeah, important this matchup is with uh, Mississippi State. So yesterday, Arkansas was in a three-way tie for third place with LSU and Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. After they beat Mississippi State last night, they're now 
tied for second with Mississippi State after Texas A&M won. So now Texas A&M's in the lead in the SEC West. So it's just all bunched up at the top in the SEC West. And, and of course, around 18, 17 wins is going to be the magic number to get into to host a Super Regional. I just, these games are just absolutely huge in the uh, SEC West right now. And the Tennessee's 7-9. and nine, They actually have a better season than a lot of people expect them to have. So next weekend is not going to be a piece of cake. They're going to have to win that one if they want to reach that magic number. All right, Pete. One last question on everybody's mind, of course. Who will sit on the Iron Throne? <laughs> you know what? I I don't watch a lot oh of Game of Thrones. God. I probably watch. You don't watch How it? About, I, How are you here's what people, it? My sources are telling me that it's going to be the brand kid that's watching everybody. Brand? He just look, he just looks like he's going to be the guy because no one he's, expects him. He's know? a three-eyed raven. He doesn't want to be the king. I I disagree. Yeah. Well, you don't watch the show, so he's a dark horse. <laughs> I guess right. he is. Anybody's a dark a dark horse. All right, Pete. I want to I want to thank you for joining us here. That's been uh, Pete Rule Yay with Hogsports.com with your baseball coverage. Appreciate you, Pete. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. All right, so let's get to a few questions here. Austin Gibson, we answered yours. Brandon Holly says, "Will Coach Must bring in some five-star recruits in next year's class uh, for tw- next year's class for 2020?" It's possible to tell you. To be honest with you, I don't have a good reading on where he is with 2020 recruits, other than Kyrie Walker, who may reclassify to 2019. But just in the few days that we've been able to observe what he's doing, it's exactly what you would hope. He's getting out in front of it. From a social media standpoint, they're putting out tons of videos. You didn't used to see that. And that stuff is important. You've seen him target recruits and and be very active in the graduate transfer market because one thing that I think resulted in Mike Anderson not being here anymore is that he didn't really have a plan. And then here you have Eric Musselman, who has a plan for Arkansas before he was even the head coach. So I really like what he's done. And, And to be honest with you, when you look at it, I don't know that Arkansas could have done better in terms of going out and getting a better fit. And really what my opinion has always been, if you can get a guy who's a little bit older, and Musselman's 54, doesn't act like he's 54, but if you can get a guy a little bit older who has the experience he has, which is basically on every single level in in basketball, I mean literally every level, think of the connections that guy's developed, who is also forward-thinking, then you have a real recipe for success. And that's something that I felt like got Mike a little bit. I mean, you go back to Nolan Richardson. The guy was very forward-thinking. Nobody said you could play basketball like that. You've heard all those stories. And he did it his way. And now you see everybody playing basketball like that. And then you have Mike, who I think always kind of relied on something in the past and and wasn't always as forward-thinking as a guy like Nolan was for his time. But good luck to Mike Anderson at St. John's. I hope he does well there. Obviously, I think most of us do. But with Musselman, I just feel like you've got a guy that just has a lot of energy, which I love to see, and uh, is very forward-thinking, which is important also. Any news on the linebacker from Troy, Garrett Haley asks. So, nothing. Tron Folsom, I mean, it seemed like that was almost a given that that was going to happen, and for some reason, it's just gone completely quiet on there. So nothing on, on Tron Folsom. We do absolutely expect them to bring in a linebacker, whether it's a late junior college guy who's going to be eligible earlier than, than anticipated or a late qualifying junior college guy or somebody from the graduate transfer market. Josh Wilbanks said, did we land the power, the 6'10 power forward guy? I just talked about him. Brandon Holly says, is Scotty going to be with Mike Anderson to St. John's? I don't think that Mike Anderson or – Scotty Thurman wants to be at St. John's. I think they both want to be at Arkansas, to be honest with you. Obviously, it's a good opportunity for Mike after the Arkansas job and, you know, kind of fell on his lap there. But Scotty Thurman wants to be in Arkansas. I don't think he wants to to uproot to, to St. John's. 
Felda Mitchell says Tron Folsom. Any new news on him? Just covered that. Tina Thronbury. I've heard that Scotty Thurman is staying with the Hogs. Scotty Thurman and Anthony Ruda, who was with Musselman at Nevada, are both on staff. They haven't formally announced them yet, but they are both on Arkansas staff. Dustin Hoofman says, is 7-1 a reasonable number for this football team? I would say let's 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 shoot for six. Let's 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 say six. Get to a bowl game. Um, right now, I'm probably teetering around five to six wins, and you know who knows what can happen in the bowl bowl season. But to me, I think that uh, you go for for getting to a bowl game. But there's a lot of chance. I mean, starting with quarterback Ben Hicks and and Nick Starkle, there's a huge upgrade right there at quarterback alone. Those four non-conference games are all winnable. They should win those four non-conference games this year. There's no question about it. And then if you can sneak two in the SEC play, uh, then you're in a lot better shape. Austin Malace Nichols says, Hayes is a game changer. Josh Wilbank says, how many transfers did we get? Um, And football or basketball? In football, they've got a few. They've got a kicker. They've got a running back. They've got an offensive lineman. They need a linebacker, and they need a cornerback. In basketball, they haven't gotten any yet. Fielden Mitchell says, Hayes is a monster. He has a mean streak and finishes blocks. Um, Austin Gibson says, big win last night. Yes, it was. Brandon Atwell says, 18 SEC wins is our magic number for us to host a regional and supers. And... Austin Malice Nichols says Diamond Hogs ace looked strong yesterday. Don't watch that game. <laughs> lost some respect. Kobe says he lost some respect for people. I don't understand how anybody can't watch Game of Thrones. How can you not? It's the best show on television. I mean, there are some great shows through the ages. You know, Breaking Bad is one of my favorite all time. Uh, some of the shows currently, I, I love Atlanta, for example. I don't know if that made it less cool for me to like Atlanta, but I love Atlanta. Um, Game of Thrones is is up there. Curb Your Enthusiasm is one of my favorites, but Game of Thrones, I don't know if there's a better show on television when you consider all the production, everything that goes into making that show. Um, and there's supposed to be a spinoff coming pretty soon. I mean, I say soon, it could be a couple of years, but there's supposed to be a spinoff that takes place like a thousand years before all this stuff happens, so that might be cool. I don't know how Pete doesn't watch. Pete nor Danny watches Game of Thrones, nor Keith. Any word on basketball assistant coaches? I mentioned that a minute ago, Bob. And what's the deal with Garland? Randy Smith wants to know. So far, I I haven't heard any update on Garland. There were some tweets out there, kind of cryptic stuff, Um, stuff that was taken down. Mason Jones tweeted out that Khalil Garland had been declared eligible or had been cleared medically, and that was taken down. So there hasn't been anything else on that. I can't imagine he goes three years without. What's Chandler Morris waiting on? The right moment? I mean, I think all of us feel pretty solid that Chandler Morris is going to end up at Arkansas. And Arkansas is in on some really good quarterbacks for the class, Garrett Hayes, Shane Illingworth. And how big is Luke Jones? Luke Jones is, I believe, 6'3", 290 or something. That's what he listed out last year. Let's see real quick. 6'5", 292. Sorry. Sorry, Luke. Slides two inches there. 6'5", 292 out of Pulaski Academy. A nice addition at a position of need for Arkansas. All right, everybody. I want to wish everybody a happy Easter, and we will catch you sometime early next week. So for Pete Roulier, this has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time.